Okay. Anyway, Cosmic, yeah, I, I, you know, as I say, um, so for those wondering the, the dot ETH domain stuff, I don't know. I, you know, Penelope, Penelope's club, who's another nice Brit, said it was a cool idea, and he, his project, talked to a lot of the community, most people here thought it was. Well, that's where I first saw it was in Penelope's because I won the poker tournament game one. So I joined there because they give me a free, free mint. And then I saw it there and I thought, that's odd. And then I was flicking through and I'm in the Ape Gang Discord because I used to own an Ape Gang a few months ago. And they're all doing it. I know, but as I say, we, we found it very naff. Uh, the better solution we thought was to use a hashtag at that exact point that's followed because we realized that um cool cats had dropped the ball so so we picked it up but yeah we find that personal identity seems to be a very big deal for most people and on twitter it's already a big deal to to kind of alternate between one or two profile pictures to to tie up your name like that I think is a very big ask and i think it ends up alienating more people now you know now some people are more fat catty than i think it's a bad if it takes on we can pivot again but i i think it's a bad yeah watch this space i think it's an a tie your colors to the mast move okay well we'll watch we'll watch but i'm not i'm not integrating it unless community pushes for it if you want to kind of vie for vie vie for support over here, if you get enough support, we will put it up for a vote. Well, let's see. Let's see what what happens with the others. If it dies, if it dies, it dies. We're an outlier. We don't need to be sheep and follow everybody else. Well, right now, there's only two communities that are doing it, and and I think it's great that they're doing it, but I I think that it's too much of a loyal pledge. I think people's Twitter is too important to them. Uh, to ask for a loyalty pledge. It doesn't have to go on Twitter, though. They can just own the subdomain. Well, we already have a subdomain. I mean, we have FatCatsDAO. If you want FatCatsDAO.eth, we can do You can all use that with pleasure. It's specifically on the Twitter that I'm referring to. Oh, no, I don't think they're doing it on Twitter. It's just for um, ownership and, like you say, tying colors to the mast. Oh, well, you can all, we own fatcatsdial.eth. I mean, you know. Uh, how else does it play out, but if not Twitter? Uh, Discord names, I guess. Specific server Discord names. I mean, um, that gets anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see how it plays out, man. Let's see how it plays out. Watch that. Let's watch see. that space for us, and, and see how it plays out. And there's enough. We'll do something about. It. Uh, uncool cats. Good idea. <laughs> um. Um. Okay. Who was asking about Noah? I think that was me. Yeah. Okay. So, person who. Running the Christie's arm of it, uh, specifically well known for, for his work with Beeple Collection, 
reason why all of that insider trading happened and why we quickly ran with our pants down to get CryptoPunks, even looking to get CryptoPunks anyway, was because uh, the insider trading was that Noah was going to head the crypto. And it got it Twitter. Oh, okay, got it. Nice. Well, I'm very excited that we've acquired one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we paid more than I would have liked because, you know, but, mm. um, but you know, I, yeah, I mean, it's CryptoPunks. I mean, I think we, especially, especially, I think it's particularly important that, that Yuga Labs uh, chose to hire him because it shows his sensitivity. Mm. Uh, and what are your what are your thoughts around clonex is that something that you're eyeing for fat cats or is that something you're staying away from right now i'm clonex doodles zuki goblin town all of them i'm putting into the same bag right now of they all say they're bridging the gap between web 2 and web 3 i say fantastic let's see when you do it okay in other words they are all potentially taking valuable IP and going to use it, right? I'm actually the most suspicious about CloneX. I'll tell you why. Not because I don't think it's a brilliant project and it's Nike there and everything else, but because Nike sells stuff. Nike doesn't look at us as, us as investors, right? They've never looked, you're not a Nike investor. Right? You're a Nike consumer. And nowhere has, has any, in any of their communication, I've gone over all of Clonex and Artifacts communication, nowhere have they ever stated um, that you, know, you are a shareholder and long for the ride and blah, 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 right? Their only ever claim is that, you know, they're giving out a collectible asset and you're getting early access to collectible assets and unlike a normal Nike collectible asset where it's hard to sell your shoe, um, you can sell this, right? So, uh, I mean, it seems to be that the Clonex model is to keep giving you free drops. And um, so one of two things to me has to happen. Either they communicate that you're kind of a shareholder over there, uh, or they have, to, they have to communicate that they need to show me that they've become such a big brand that, you know, that like early people will want like the early Walt Disney. I hope that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm quite excited about the fact that, you know, they have, they have been acquired by Nike. I think it's just a huge nod to them in terms of the NFT space. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah they're going to survive. They're going to survive. But remember, we're looking for, for investment. We're not trying to become a consumer collector of, of Nike products, right? Like, we just have to see what our goal is. And both Adidas and CloneX have basically, um, basically created a consumer product that is a fidgetor or something, right? That's going to cross the barriers between Web 2 and Web 3. Yeah. You're getting yeah. me? In other words, they're going to make a valuable consumer product. 
-hmm. But how is it going to translate uh, into increase in prices? You know, it's the fact that people are pumping their price. They haven't given you any reason to pump the price. Nike, never in Nike's history has Nike done like a, you know, a, a, the consumer rebels become a share. They're not talking anything that you're getting a, you're not getting, they're not talking about a cut of the royalties. They're not talking about a cut of the income, right? And so the best case scenario over there is that as the brand, whatever this brand is that they're creating grows, you will get a, a you, your OG item will become more and more valuable because the brand has grown. Got it, yeah. I mean, that's how I'm seeing it right now. If I'm seeing it wrong, I'd love someone to tell me otherwise, but that's, that's how I'm kind of understanding. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Takashi is also tied to the project is also, I think, quite valuable in itself, um, just because he's very well known. But yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from on that. But um, yeah, the fact that Takashi is also tied to, the, tied to the project is also, I think, yeah, some value. Well, the project has tremendous value, but now we're asking what is the value of us buying a single clone X, right? That's, this is the part I think people struggle with a lot. We're looking to buy long-term investment, right? Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. should clone X go up in value is the question of long-term. Are they going to succeed in some capacity? Yes, but their definition of success may not be to increase our floor price. Do you see the problem? Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. And they've made no promise. The fact that everyone's a degen over here trying to find money doesn't, it's not their fault. Right? They've done nothing wrong. I, I need to be quite clear over here. They, they are doing everything right. They've done nothing wrong. But just because they've done nothing wrong doesn't mean it's going to translate into their floor tripling or quadrupling in the next year. Yeah. Now, they keep giving valuable drops and stuff, sure, and that's an argument in of its own right, that if you look at the track record, that it's assumed that they will keep giving valuable drops. But as the music starts to stop, I think them and Adidas' price will reflect more realistic consumer market. Yeah. Yeah, but interesting. interesting to see what happens with them. Yeah. Personally, I, 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 does anyone like Clonex art, by the way? I like artifacts art. Does anyone like Clonex art? I'm just kidding. I dig. Um, I like the more human looking ones. Artifacts, shoes and stuff are dope. I mean, I've never... Yeah. yeah. Never been that impressed with Clonex, man. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they do, they, they do look like dolls. Uh, kind of like I, I, I just don't understand people. why they chose to go. I mean, they should go and buy sneakerheads out and just take that over for artifact. Because I mean, I don't, I don't understand how the Clonex is a thing to do. And 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 as far as I'm I'm aware, Takeshi Murakami uh, became famous pretty much for them. No, the other way. Around. Uh, I mean, I knew about, I knew of him beforehand. I think he, he might have become more popular in the, uh, within the younger generation, but I, I didn't know of him beforehand. I mean, he makes flowers. I mean, I've known of his flowers, <laughs> but I mean, no, no, I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm just saying like, like he's particularly well known in our circles because 
of Clonex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway the, the point is, when it comes to doodles and cool cats, Clonex, I really have nothing but praise, truly. But we have to see what their model is. Because if their model is continued free stuff, that's not a sustainable model. So my stance is that we would rather go an aggressive approach. Um, we'll rather do the two extremes. For our long-term portfolio, we will keep taking things that have actually reached a certain threshold, right? As we put in the newsletter. And, for, yeah. and then on our liquid assets, we will focus on flips, debate stuff, right? So we'll focus on income coming in in the front side because that's something it's easy for us to agree on and understand, right? It's very easy for us to all agree on something like a PXN, right? Right, like if we get 10 whitelist spots for PXN, it's a no-brainer, we mint and we flip. Yeah, right? yeah. And when it comes to incubator projects, similarly, we have enough of a team over here to know if a project is good enough to sell out and what we need to do, right? And so as income, on, an income on the front end, that makes sense. On the long-term end, though, we have to pick projects that have already reached a certain brand level or have shown us their business model, right? And so to yeah. me right now, that's only really a very few things because board apes and crypto punks are uniquely in a special category that they are both archaeological NFTs reach such critical mass of brand awareness that whether they ever do anything ever again, they are still enormous because if NFTs continue to do well, they as a representation of NFTs would do well. In addition mm -hmm. to that, Yuga Labs does not seem to be slowing down anytime soon. And so whatever else Yuga Lab produces will be cream. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's them in that very special capacity. See? And whereas everyone else, as we now go into a deep bear market, a lot of this whole market is just washed away. Like literally washed away. I d certainly do not think Cool Cats, Doodles, um, or, or um, Clonex will be washed away by any degree. But, mm -hmm. but I do think it's prudent for us to wait to see what they actually do. Okay. And when you talk about incubator NFTs, what, what, what do you mean by that? Ones that multiply or how, what, what do you mean by the incubator? Oh, ones? by incubator, I mean projects that come to us to help them sell out. Oh, okay. So, so we, we will then be, instead of me being their individual advisor, Cats will be advisor. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's a good way to. And so some of and so what will happen is that will give income to myself and a few others who are the actual point people, like are, and it will give income to the different mentors who will you know jobs over there if they need that, and there will be a a, a percentage of mint that goes. And will and the um the project that you'd be advising for would there be a kind of vote as to whether we'd you'd go ahead? I mean, what what would the screening yes. um requirement be for that? 
coming out soon, but the screening process will be as they will fill out a form that Escobar will Escobar okay. will bring the council shortlist. Very interesting. We will negotiate terms with them and then Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Cool. The community must vote on that, time willing, because we will be putting our official name connected to that. That is important. Even if there's no costs to the DAO, right? Even if what they need is collaboration, so the costs, the community still should vote on that because our name can be. Got it. Cool. Well, look, look forward to the time that we're, we're able to do that. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think we're going to have to be very careful with incubator projects right now, given the market. Yeah. Um, I do think maybe going quiet so now. But yeah. Dylan, did you did you see the um, Creeps AMA where they hinted at? Um, the new coin being linked to all of the different uh, collections. What new? So they're doing a, a coin, which is like eight coin, but it'll be a creeps coin, I assume. And the amount we get airdropped is linked to the different types of um, collections we have. So if we have Genesis, or if you have um, reptile armories, Lumi vaults, megas, it'll be weighted in different ways. When's the, when's the Intergalactic meeting? Huh? Uh, it was meant to be last Saturday, but um, they delayed it, didn't they? Because of NYC. Is there a snapshot for the creeps? Oh, they're nowhere near ready for the coin yet. They were just talking about their ideas. Oh, okay. So you've got ages. Cool, cool. Okay. Um, all right, so... The last project that really kind of makes it upper echelon is Don Carlo Fabe. Oh no! Before we go into that, let's let's just summarize what happened here today. Riding, surfing the Kaliu. So this is the third or fourth or fifth attempt. I've lost count. To be quite frank, someone. Heck, apes. Apes. And capitalist gigs. But this one he got noticed because it has point hashtag half a million views. Um, basically, it told breakdown of how all the symbolism and stuff is really upper level trolling founders abstract integrate uh into normie integrate normies into a major racist anti troll network course on celebrities and stuff and by incredibly racist um is that okay um and I had a look because, you know, as Curti and others, you know, I'm here to, to of course, not enough traction. Uh, it could 
but it seems to have not. We need to monitor things that made this did not place it for a um, piece down and say profile picture. That is about it. Because the majority of the funds are in board ape ecosystem. The ecosystem. Normies anyway. Crypto whale. Celebrities are a nice touch for brand awareness globally. But the money that's holding up the floor uh, is not, not those celebs. By the way, as a side point, uh, Yugo Lab also owns CryptoPunks. CryptoPunks is not down. Now these people are going to be stuck. Uh, and as a separate point, I think if they were trying to kind of make a movement, they probably screwed up in asking people to burn board. Because again, that just shows a terrible lack of sensitivity and awareness that we are entering a recession or asking people um, to burn 80,000. Okay? Um, sounds like basement white children complaining. Just doesn't come across right. Doesn't come. So, all in all, we will continue to monitor the situation. But I mean, really, um, as I said, I took the day to analyze this. If we're kind of in dangerous water, because you know the cancel culture have been what. But I'm so happy to see. Hugo Labs is not biting eight time and nor will we. So yeah, we will keep riding the Cali. Anyone want to raise any Hugo Gate 2022? Love the fact that they for eight feathers or one got any concerns, raise any points. Has been particularly again. The thing is, like this entire like, like fiasco with like Ego Labs would have made sense if you did it at the inception or like when you're near the top, so everyone has that, that mass fear and does sell off, and those people can like correlate those two together. But because of the fact that they chose the wrong time, where people would not want to burn it, like I feel like feel like that was a critical flaw because if it was just a regular haze. Like, we're trying to do this when we're, like, and say, like, oh, just sell it and, like, sell it to other people and just, like, crash the floor. Then that would have a little bit more traction, a little bit more, like, ounce to it and sizzle. But since they chose to burn it, that just means that usually the people who are behind it or the outsiders who then see it and see the entire collection will say, hey, if that's the case, then is this someone from the inside trying to make a... Good, like really good fud just so it crashes the entire project and this is creates doubt to the ideas and the intentions of the people behind it and thus you don't want to do that because if you're trying to make a public announcement and show a public campaign against what you're rallying against you don't say like toss away your assets which makes anyone who holds the assets become more valuable which is antithetically not cap like not profitable and not capitalistic and thus, it lends the idea that this is just 
not worth it. Yeah, yeah. No, Especially and, with and, what and, you're saying, Dylan. And, and all the comments, go look at all the comments on YouTube. I mean, these are people you go, if I clicked on a few of them, most of them are anti all NFT, not just NFT. Like this is just them anti NFTs finding another thing to fud. And then when I looked at the ones on Twitter, I mean, the only pushback on Twitter has been a few celebrities changed their profile pictures. They didn't even say anything. They're not even reacting in outrage. You're just quietly, you know, you know, they know what cancel culture looks like. So they, you know, window dressing. That's fine. I mean, you know, but this is not new information that RR dude, I mean, published his in February. So why did they wait now? Because they wanted to, to hijack a hashtag. Right and uh, and make their political statement during Aid Fest, and I don't think it's well received. You know, and I also think Again. throwing fire on the flames in in a bear market, market struggling anyway, is just cowardly, because then you get to take the take the credit for the going down stores anyway, being struggling. Cowardly. Again. That's what you do if you want to ideologically take down your opponent. You take every advantage and press it to its maximum. Absolutely, but I think the community overall, the greater NFT community has seen it. Yeah, which is like something that, again, this reminds me of geopolitics where you, like what you do is you create an open wound where it's politically weak for your enemy and you keep it open and you constantly poke at it and constantly part of it. Unless you like disincentivize the confidence and the opinions of other third parties to not put in like inside with that entity and thus side neutral or side towards your side because you're seen as ideologically correct. And this then allows you to then put yourself in a greater like position then swallow and engulf your enemy and crush it. Which, if you're looking at the entire like apes and boarded and the uh, your like NFT conference, it's just it makes it so easy to steal that if you want to destroy the NFT market, you want to take out the like lead head, which is boarding, and then from there you can then take out every others because they it's the same exact idea and principle of taking out Bitcoin, then take out Ethereum and DeFi. And on top of that, as I was saying to Kurti, rightfully so, uh, you know, that if they manage to wreck abs, don't come back from the land. That is board consumer confidence in board apes, the anchor of consumer confidence. Um, regarding someone asking about Adam Bomb, the chance uh, and Adam Bomb is the same as my Doodles uh, artifact, 10K TF, uh, and a few others. Very impressive. Have to first bridge. Yes, Adam Bomb is watching. John Carlo is Adam Bomb. Two projects. But if there's if there's something particularly newsworthy about Adam Bomb right now, Richard, uh, do let us know. We are trying to are going to start 
taking a ranking less soon. Grades will week, uh, so they can keep up to date. But I'm not. All right, so that's the story on Yugo. So um, the one other project that kind of really ticks off all the blue, blue chip tech, uh, checklist for me now. I don't know how familiar, but so nouns did things very well. Firstly, they were the first really predominant um, formed almost a year ago. In fact, we can see the total of 350 now. One year anniversary is about to come up uh, because one a day, unless the DAO stop that, which is a brilliant way of doing things because it keeps supply truly very rare that um, take 27 years for the okay. um, And yet they've had 5.2K of volume. Uh, there's always one or two selling a week. Uh, selling a and it's pretty much prices, uh, which is fine. Uh, secondly, their founding team are compensated every 10th noun. Um, so, you know, you know, one of the things that kind of really irks a lot of classic analysts in the space is that most founders get paid a lump sum right at the beginning, right? When you look at normal corporate practices, yes, you get a sign-up bonus, but you're supposed to have your equity tied up for something, right? And so when you look at the noun dial guys, that is how they're getting compensated, but right? they've got every incentive to keep being involved uh, with the project, pushing it along because uh, their compensation is tied every, t every tenth now. Now, uh, people who are part of the founding team are pretty impressive. Firstly, you've got Seneca. Seneca is both prolific space. That. You've got Gremlin, who is so have Punk four five one six, who is space. Have Timbers HD, who is co-founder of other Timbers uh, created chapters, uh, and then I am not too familiar. Ev Carrot Hoff. Um, but Dev Carrot, I think, to now. And the same off, same for Last Punk 99. So Last Punk 99. So very prolific nouns. And then they've attracted, if you go and look at their holders, they've attracted impressive whales um, that then elected a council, like the Fat Cats Council. Uh, and and um, yeah, you know one of the one of the co-counselors, Shark Dow, which John Carlo got in. Shark Dow founded like 
fat cats, but with the purpose of just investing in, in noun. Now, noun DAO, all of the money that gets raised every day goes to the treasury. That treasury is currently sitting on 26,000. <laughs> Um, and um, if you were to divide that by the number of nouns out there, that means that if they were to liquidate tomorrow, every noun itself would be worth 74.75 ETH, right? Um, which is, you know, a kind of a value investor's wet dream because now we actually have a base price kind of to basically our initial getting in. Um, now, the idea for them was that kind of all the important projects should have a seat at the table. Uh, and that they would kind of, you know, build this brand and steer the project in the right direction and do charitable things and build out the Web3 ecosystem. And to that extent, they have been doing that. They've just been very modest about it. They haven't been doing it aggressively. Uh, I've spoken to quite a few of the announcers and the general consensus over there is, look, you know, a lot of the utility in the space is gimmicky. And so right now we'll kind of keep compounding the assets. So they do put it on... Um, yield, for, you know, they do do some yield farming and put it on kind of safe assets, safe coins, and so on like that. They are earning a a fairly decent return, but they're not ready to take big stakes uh, in projects, you know, until kind of they see where the next stage of, of things go. Which I think, um, you know, I I think that is you know a very a very kind of fair way to look at the space. They have, if you go and look at things that they voted on done quite a few things that enhance the brand of, of nouns and also enhances um, the overall, you know, NFT ecosystem, right? They've presented at, at, at Nouns Basel. They, have present, they are, have a booth at NFT NYC. And so they don't just passively sit there, right? A lot of this other CCOs kind of just passively sit there and say, we hope people make stuff with our stuff. No, they actively try to get involved uh, and brand and get the word out about NFTs and themselves. And so, you know, that itself can be said to be their marketing budget and a good job of it. Uh, also, you know, their glasses are very iconic. I think multiple collections have glasses. In fact, most people didn't know about nouns, but they knew about those glasses. Um, right. Then in addition to that, because they are CCO. You, you are see, I see from them exactly the stuff that we had hoped will happen with Fat Cats, right? So just today, Samsung, without even asking their permission, because it's, again, it's CCO, uh, posted a massive billboard uh, where they are like, you know, nouns come and do something with us, right? Uh, or, for example, um, a, another group got together and created something called Little Nouns, whereby they just, um, they just, started copying that idea of the big nouns and every 11th noun they just send as a, as a gift to, to noun DAO for kind of being the OG. Uh, and so they are getting, you know, some, every 15 minutes is an auction. So uh, you can work that out every 15 minutes. That's how many a day? 48, uh, no, a day? A lot, a lot in a day. <laughs> like 80 something in a day, right? 96. 96. Okay. So every 11th one gets sent to the noun DAO treasury. That's how they, that's how they compensate the nouns. Uh, so, you know, that's already a source of income. 
Uh, by the way, this is the Samsung thing, and again, this was a surprise to the announcers. And they just did it because, again, CCO, you don't have to ask them. This is how you control. Yes, Samsung saying we acknowledge you now and down, want to do something with it. Right? So, that to me is truly kind of watching CCO play out well. And uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of the general case for nouns. As I, as I said to the counselors, the, the weakest point for nouns so far is that they seem to be much more art-focused than fat cats, right? In words, we're, we're interested in compounding our assets. They're interested in kind of preserving the funds of the treasury and being very cautious with what they invest in uh, long-term and in the system. Which again, you know what, may actually be a good counterbalance to fat cats because, you know, we're, we're more aggressive about, you know, as we said about the flips that we'll be doing and using our whitest opportunities and, and using our incubator and then being conservative with our long-term holdings. They are being conservative with their funds and pushing them heavily in an art-focused direction uh, or building out, you know, the, the, the CCO and noun brand, which I think is great. And as there are only... Um, how many unique holders are As there are only 207 unique holders, it is a very closed community, very easy to kind of push one of us to be one of the announcers and get actively involved and help the other direction and stuff like that. So uh, I, I, think, I think John Carlo is onto something. To John, Car John Carlo feels that Board Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks, Sorry, Board Ape Yacht Club, Now and Dow, and CryptoPunks in that order are the, are the three most valuable kind of genuine blue chips in the you know, It's him who put kind of forward that, like, are we, are we looking seriously at Now and Dow? And, you know, from a downside point of view, if we can get in around 80 ETH with 74 ETH liquidation value, I mean, that's, that's a pretty safe thing, you know, to, to kind of have all the upside and extras. So that's the general argument. I will put that out in a snapshot, you know, once the council debating a few things. Uh, but I wanted to kind of get, you know, get you, you know, because I didn't get the opportunity to do a CryptoPunks one. I mean, we were working, literally formulating the idea uh, and then all of that news hit. I wanted to kind of get you all the heads up. This was the other big project that we'll be looking into. Uh, if this goes through, that will mean the bulk of our treasury has been settled. And then we will be focusing our funds on flips, incubator, and a few mid-tier projects as they start to cross, you know, cross the mark. Of course, we will continue to have royalties coming in. So as our treasury grows, we can look at more projects. But, you know, as we said in the newsletter and in, a, in, the, in another AMA, we really are looking to go to the kind of the two extremes. Be aggressive with our incubator, yet careful, and also aggressive with flips once the market kind of recovers a little bit. So we, you know, take our high-profile white spots and flips, things like a cost or PXN and stuff like that. Uh, and then very conservative with our long-term holds, i.e. we literally only consider something long-term if it's already crossed a threshold, right? So we're not shitting on doodles, Azuki and all of that. We're saying that if we're adding them to our long-term portfolio, the premise of adding them to our long-term portfolio is that they've already crossed a certain critical mass of brand awareness. Uh, as Parker has mentioned a few times, to quote him, we will still do arbitrage positions, right? Like let's say something like vFriends 2. Just because we're not taking it into our long-term portfolio doesn't mean we're not comfortable enough to potentially buy a few when we see some volume happening and, um, 
you know, some arbitrage with that. And we will be putting out a vote soon uh, about kind of giving the council permission to. Parker, did you want to add anything to that? No, I, I think you cleared it, cleared it up. Um, I'm definitely looking at the arbitrage and discussing too more of those long-term holds when we can liquidate them for a flip as well. I, I think that should be, you know, a point of emphasis when the time's right. You know, board ape or something. You, you get that ten ETH potential. We need to, you know, seriously take a look and take it if we can. Well, I, my my stance on the, you know, on on our long-term holds um, is that we've bought into them like a Warren Buffett move because they are they are continuously building out their brand or or in the case of crypto punks they heavily represent uh, all of NFT right and so the only reason we should be cashing out on them is because there's a market discrepancy i.e let's say the market starts to boom massively and we can see it's just overheated we take um, you know we take an arbitrage position i.e we flip it and then buy back off right and then the only other reason we would be selling out is if we just disagree with the direction they're going or something happened, right? So for example, in, in the case of the case of uh, the case of you know, Board Ape today, right? We could have easily um, you know, had to make a council decision that you know we have to get out because something has drastically changed. You know, value investing long-term, Buffett, all that. I mean, it makes sense to hold long-term versus, you know, those quick flips because you're, you're the downside a lot, lot stronger. And if you pick out the right projects, then, of course, you know, the, the upside, the long-term hold is way more valuable than a quick flip. But uh, to your point, you know, usually looking back a couple times a year, you get that point where you can en enter and exit a, a market. And so, we'll, you know, add to what you're saying, those will be the times really to, hone in and look to make some ETH off of it. Yeah, and, 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 and we don't want to take the risk with something like our board Ape unless the market is very kind of really over. You know, because, you know, again, if there's nothing that has systemically changed in why we bought in something like board Ape or CryptoPunks, um, you know, then, then we don't do that, right? If we have something like, you know, in our case, we also have a mutant ape, sure, we could use the mutant for an arbitrage. But when I say, you know, when I say arbitrage, you know, as I say, uh, you know, if we, we will be looking at the macro level, so if everything goes wild on a macro level, right, the entire market is overheated, yes, then, um, you know, then absolutely, absolutely, we can, you know, flipping something, right? Um, but uh, if, if there's nothing, if there's no big macro position going on and, and we still believe in the project strongly and nothing has changed in its fun fundamentals, then, you know, that is not the place for us to make money, right? That's, kind of, that's the kind of the stance that we've built on. Um, but again, we will constantly be monitoring the market. And as I said, you know, we can take other arbitrage, right? Like we could, you know, flip our mutant, right? Or buy another mutant to flip or whatever. Right, right, Parker? Absolutely. Yeah, I like that position a lot. Um, Atom, to answer your question, we didn't piss off anyone. OpenSea once again changed their way of doing 
uh, and literally we fell through the cracks. So in other words, OpenSea used to like that the deployer of a contract was not a newbie. Okay, and so when I was deploying FatCats, I deployed it from my account because it's a well-established account. Because it used to be that if you dreamed of ever getting a blue check mark, uh, you wanted it to be deployed by a proper account. Then literally two days after deploying FatCats, they created a new system, and then they started favoring projects that were, were deployed from a, fresh, from a fresh account. They literally changed it. So FatCats and Llamaverse do not have a blue check mark. I, as I say, we're in good company. Llamaverse doesn't have a check mark. So I don't know what you want to do with that. But I, I have reached out to a colleague of mine who does have a connection to OpenSea. We're trying to see what we can do. But right now, it's an automated process. An automated process goes in two steps. Number one, you have to verify the deployer. So I have to verify. I've now been rejected twice. No, no reason for the rejection, just uh, I don't pass their threshold. I asked my colleagues why. They told me because they've just changed the setup. And then you cannot verify the collection uh, until you verified yourself. So, yeah, I am I'm reaching out to them, but the bureaucratic maze. What I can tell you, though, is X2Y2 uh, will be verified. So we'll be in the first... Uh, we'll be in the first wave of people to be verified in X2Y2, along with Gajira. Because we don't like bullies. And OpenSea's a bully. Uh, well, OpenSea's both a bully and incompetent. I mean, you can take your pick. Too. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's a kind of a, like a waste of, our, of this council's energy um, to kind of keep chasing them when I think it's actually a badge of honor not get a blue check mark open seat apparently a, a badge of honor i mean the you know we don't want the highest badge of honor like a jira and actually be removed or like slotties but i think it's a pretty big badge of honor to not be blue check mark hopefully we stay under their radar then you know because we're not trying to appeal to the mass market we're trying to appeal to fairly savvy investors who really kind of don't don't particularly need OpenSea to give them their, us their blessing. So anyway, I don't want to poo-poo it, Adam. We will keep trying. But I lost uh, at a loss at what to do. Um, yeah. All right, I want to open up to some questions. So we, we will be Escobar, myself, Bella, and um, have a name, and Parker, punching them work at exactly and down. Uh, we, we have allocated the funds, the lights on, and keep council paid. So we, we do have a very modest budget over here that we keep in check. Um, you know, because, you know, we are going to be going through some difficult times right now. And so we just want to make sure that we you know, can pay our staff, pay the website, things like that, uh, and still have some ETH left over so that we can kind of do the incubators properly, kind of handle, um, you know, handle the regular um, trading thing, stuff like that. So we just, 
Well, no, but Parker, we don't, you, we can put out offers, right? Because if you go and look on OpenSea as well, you'll see that offers are accepted in the 80 range and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, absolutely. I think the floor is going to have to come down a little bit. We just had three big ones sell. So right now it's sitting at a almost 100 ETH. So what's that, 15% down for wrapped ETH? would put it around 85, accepting probably, you know, if you look at history. So maybe if that'll come down a little bit, we we have a lot better chance of getting a um, a bid accepted. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think we'll smart. make, we'll make a smart. collection off of Jacob. I, I saw your question. I'm going to answer um, I, th I think, um, you know, again, I, I think a lot of people don't know this, though, by the way, but when you're dealing with a whale flex, like now is all whale flex, the whale flex in that a lot of people are buying it as, and this is a Giancarlo comment, but a lot of people are buying nouns as the OG CCO, right? In other words, in CCO terms, nouns are crypto punks. And because they are the OG of this genre and made by some of the OGs in the space, people do pay premiums for specific nouns because of the art. In other words, I said on, on the air over here that one of them that went for um, the 180th, this one I knew would go for a lot because the shark happens to be uh, a particular interest uh, of shark dow and a few of the holders in shark dow right so we would definitely be trying to get a full one right to I, I mean, it doesn't matter to us we'll want to we'll put out a collection offer and get the uh, because you know purely for the art i think all of the art is dope but you should understand everyone that there is uh there is a big premium being paid because of the art of some of them because people do like crypto pounds consider there to I pre some of them. Uh, and the market appreciates something new. And if I'm not mistaken, Nouns was the first well-known project that did the uh, count up, you know, start with one mint every day. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they novel in everything. They novel on the CTO. They novel on the one mint a day. They are novel on a front auction versus a auction. I mean, they are novel on this all being um, automated on chain. Every noun lives on chain. I mean, it's a very, very impressive technical, you know, technical thing. Uh, and by choosing the pixel art, they're able to keep all on chain and stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it is an extremely smart project, to say the least. Okay, um, I just want to answer Johnny's question, and we can come back again to Nanda. Johnny says... Um, can you give us insight on Goblin Cats? Uh, sorry, Jacob asked. Jacob, I cannot give you insight on, on Goblin Cats, I'm afraid. What I can tell you is that um, from a Fat Cat's point of view, every Goblin Cat will have the utility of having access to Goblin Cat's litter box and access to our research and discussions over here and access to 100 catnip. But on the DGEN play gonna have to wait a bit because uh, the whole fun of that hype is that it's a dj so the, the only alpha i can give you right now is two three five ten fifteen Me much more soon we already are ready to uh, drop a lot of the more information but we are going to be piecing it out bit by bit starting thursday or friday once the nyc ends because you know all the djs are there so it's just silly 
starting the party with that. Dylan, yeah. RBC was delisted. Oh, was it? Finally? Yes. Yes. Under what ground? Why? I just found out. Uh, I don't know the reason. So, yeah. I was actually monitoring the page. Um, I came back and it says this content is no longer accessible on OpenSea. This content it has been removed based on claim of intellectual property infringement. I posted in the cafe voice text a screenshot of like what actually popped up. I was monitoring it. I came back. Listen here. I saw the chat when I came back. That's what was up there. Now I mean it hit point nine. Uh, was the floor price, and then when I like I said I went back and there these been delisted. Very good. Very good. Because they made the, the argument that he made, I was reviewing the argument as well. The argument that RR made is rubbish. Rubbish argument. RR made the argument that you cannot copy an NFT because every NFT is beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But what I believe Board Ape had to check on and put back on was that. That does not hold true when it comes to intellectual property, right? Board Ape Yacht Club has created an in, and has created a specific art style and granted uh, granted the use of those images to specific holders. The specific holders are absolutely able to okay. because you're violating their rights. So. I'm very glad to see it. Fuck. OpenSea. I, I also thought it was ridiculous that, that OpenSea was pulling down all the other RRs but not pulling down RRBOYC. I mean, how's that acceptable? OpenSea really likes to play this game. Them kind of Whoops. It's copyright infringement, so I, I'm I'm glad it's been. Let's go. And, I just want to read you the the, the premise. It was Argamel. What what do you call it? Wouldn't gone off. He put his the RR thing. It was probably GordonGarner.com. I found it, but where did he put his okay. explanation? This circular reasoning trends does not hold up. Okay, because again, just because in every NFT is immutable, blah blah blah, does not change the fact that Yuga Labs created a distinct of art style. Though this is a parody, it's not a parody if they don't change it. Sorry, They've, the, the logo is a parody. Logo is a very clever parody. And um, that's fine. I, 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 would completely, I would completely say that this is a parody and this is an acceptable parody of a logo. But they did none of that work on the actual board aid. They took them as is, and thus infringed both on the individual rights of, of the holders and on the overall IP. And, and 
they did this nonsense thing over here. Um, where did they blah blah blah? Do his nonsense, yeah. Now, you should know, by the way, when you create a DCMA, if, if not responded to by the team, then, then OpenSea just moves the DCMA. I think they were waiting to respond, and they finally responded. But look at this nonsense. Um, just nonsense. Yeah, I was explaining earlier that just because he won against the foundation doesn't mean anything when it comes to OpenSea. They're not going to be so easy. Correct. OpenSea still has to protect basic trademark stuff. Just because the, the art is automatically generated doesn't mean it's not a very distinctive art style. It's rubbish. I can't play that game. Yeah, and they have to do that because in the law for copyright and IP, there's a safe harbor. So they are a platform that hosts users that come in and they can do whatever they want. But if somebody comes in and says there's an IP restriction, then there's a DMCA and by law, they have to investigate it and take action. If they don't, they can be held accountable for having the IP on their website, their infringement. Surf the Kali Yuga, friends. Surf the Kali. What is um, Parker? What are you? What are you showing us? Uh, yeah, I was talking with Pearl. It looks like there's. You can do that with OpenSea now. You can bid on every every piece in the project. Is that correct? Only if it's only if it's in the top ten collections and volumes. You can't do it like now, but we can put out such via looks other places. I've seen quite a few with that same bid at 84.6. Oh, you can make, oh, so. no, 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 one second. You can make a collection offer. It seems non-qualified. OpenSea is obviously directly qualified. They're kind of waiting to see, you know, the market demand for this as it grows or if this, this one or two bids will get accepted and move aside. I was just kind of chatting in the chat about it. Yeah, I think, I think the main thing better. for OpenSea, it's just a matter of administration. They have to roll it out. So it looks like there's a project-wide bid at 84.6 right now, which that'll change. Yeah, I, I still think, I still think we should be patient about it and put in a bid at 80. That would be my suggestion. Even if it takes us a week. I mean, again, oh, yeah. unless there's inside information that I do not, I'm not aware of again, but, you know, I... Uh, Happen with crypto bugs, but whatever we can't always be unlucky. So I, 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 I think us putting an open bid, waiting. Yeah. Ha ha, Poseidon. Ha ha. So funny. They're more interesting because they're actually action, not just something sitting there like an object. Well, then go and tell them DAO. Say to them, don't now be verbs. Become <laughs> gerons. Become gerons. Let's see what the collection of. Yeah, there's a collection of at 86. And oh, no, it's not a collection offer, it's an offer. 
Oh, nouns? Yeah. I've seen that 84.6 a lot of places. Uh, Might just be the one for sale or something. Ah. Okay, that makes sense. Although I am seeing a highest off, highest off, highest off, guess the other off. Spy. It did. Yeah. Saying that the highest offer now. And the oh shit! Where are we seeing that? I just scrolled. Um, um, it's, uh, so like if you click on a specific noun, you'll see that they're, that they, you know, they're the highest offer at the current price. And now it's, yeah, it's not there anymore. That, that 84 fired, which I'm going to guess. Oh, shit. And check there. Let me go. Down. Yeah, they, it expired because they got one. I looked at that twice. They, they, that they got one. That's why they, they actually, their offer was yeah. accepted. Okay, so now we got the open floor probably then. Yeah, the offer was accepted, get... yeah. They tried a couple of days ago at 83. Somebody else was... Let's see if Jonathan Little got one too. He was at 84, but it expired. So we're a little bit of patience. I do too. Okay, cool. Cool, any questions, anyone? Anyone will talk about anything? Open floor. Hello? Oops, how's it going, Shoot? Parker? Hey, Dylan. How's it going, dude? I'm doing well. Uh, just been awake early morning. Met with Escobar earlier. Uh, yeah, no, I I was actually thinking when you were when you were saying the the point with the RR board yacht club, but almost like what thirty minutes ago, I was thinking how ironic OpenSea wouldn't delist it, even though it's a complete troll. And I'm probably thinking, oh, it's because OpenSea is making money off of it, really. Um, and Gojira isn't listed, uh, and that's a legit project. So, yeah, that's. One thing I want to add. Now, you know what I think actually happened with the RR? I think the idiot got arrogant. Let me tell you how, for those who are not familiar with how a DCMA works, works as follows. If you open, the if the team itself, like Board Ape, opens a DCMA against a project, first response uh -huh. is arbitration, right? And so OpenSea is then supposed to ask the two parties to deal with it. I was curious if anybody's seen any of the numbers that some of these projects have been spending on right, but NFT, I'm... NYC. I've been hearing quite a few high numbers for projects, but you know, I searched around and didn't see anything. Yeah, definitive. one second, one second, anybody, Parker, so hold on. So, anybody heard anything? Can anyone hear me? Hello? I'd be curious. Yeah, oh. yeah. I can hear you, Dylan. Parker can't hear you. I don't think Parker can hear Parker can't hear us? Okay, so anyway, when, when you then respond with an arbitration, 
see, ah, he's now posted it, good. Hugo Labs has to respond in a certain period of time. If they don't, then the original DC, DMCA lapses. Okay, that's what I think happened here, Shubes. I think it lapsed. OpenSea was obliged to then leave it up, right? And then at the same time, Hugo Labs was kind of formulating what, you know, what response they were. Because right, you no, see, it's, that, an official, that it's an official takedown request. He had, he's actually shared everything. Quite an interview. I want to see. Well, so, well, you know he's going to mint it now. Is it the cafe voice? Oh, there it is. There it is. I yeah, see it now. See? Thanks, so, Carson. So, someone, so OpenSea sends you the, the copyright request, right? They then show you this, what the full takedown request was. See, that's in the second picture. Then he can respond to that takedown request. Okay. So now he's claiming that they're coming after the logo. I think that I think they're going to be able to get them to be taken down. I joined late, but um, I, I think it's already been taken down. I tried to it access it. And it's no longer available. It has been taken down, but, been, but I'm curious under, yeah. under what grounds. I'm just curious. Because, you know, yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah. OpenSea did proactively take down every other RR, right? Like today, how many RRs popped up? DJs, Curdy, how many popped up? What, 20, 30, About 40? six of them. Yeah. Yeah, at least. And OpenSea took down every single one of them without any notice. They, they knew there was trouble coming there. So, um, yeah. I think... I, I think that, um, yeah, if you look, OpenSea is not stupid. So any, <laughs> any string they get to hang this guy on, they're going to hang him on. All right. Just curious, he has been so popular, if, even if OpenSea takes him down. What about, uh, you know, if it will X2, Y2, and and looks fair, follow suit, oh, or can they possibly leave it up? I, 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 if they could, but I think in, I, I'm, I'd be very surprised if they left it up. Let's go have a look. Because they're dying to get Yugo Labs and stuff involved. And, yeah, um, they've, left, they've left it up, still trading. Yeah, it's still trading on those. Probably. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. No, I'm not seeing it on a ripple. I'm not seeing the main one. It is. I'm watching it on NFT nets. Oh, I'm, I'm not... I think they'll take it down soon because this is a trademark and they this is a registered trademark from Yuga Lab. So they're going to have to take it down. Is it? Let me see. I, I'm not finding on the next two Y2. Looks rare, we'll leave it up. Looks rare, don't care. Next two Y2. Looks rare, won't care. The floor's plummeted. There you go. I wonder who bought the top. <laughs>
can look and see who did. Oh, he called I, it, they actually called it Ryder Rip Sport Ape Yacht Club. I flipped up to the top and then got out and bought the That's the spirit. Come on. I broke even, basically. It's funny, it still has all those other uh, X2, Y2 doesn't seem to have the a base C, but it has the Macy and back C and all those others. Um, whoever just tagged me, don't look at the floor. They're delisted now. That was the joke. That was part of the joke. Yep. What? They're, they're going to spend my money back? I don't want that. What? Because I had, I had one reserved. Oh. oh shit, I'm about to... Oh my goodness, that's not good. It's fine, just sell it on X2Y2. Yeah, you probably want to hurry. I don't have it yet. Co yeah, sure. I think what Cosmic was right, yeah, it's a pendant trademark. Since September, it's been a while. I can see it going back on OpenSea. Controversy. This isn't the first time it's been taken down. I don't think it'll go back up. Be interesting to see. We should make a pool for a goblin cat or something. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound bad. Over and under. <laughs> Whether it goes back up. What does CC mean on an email? It means um, basically you copy somebody. Carbon copy. It's a carbon copy in the old jargon, but that's what it essentially means. Okay, I just sent yeah. a, I sent an email. It means it's not really for them, but it would be good if they knew. Well, he left the email so he's going to answer, answer any question, and I said it was delisted from OpenSea, and I would like a refund rather than the NFT. Oh, shit, I should put my address. Hold on, I'm going to add that. I, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> how do you even use... I don't even know how to... I sent the email, but I don't know how to add another one. Anyway, so how much did you pay I'm for this? I'm going to stop recording unless... Did anyone have any more questions regarding Kali Yuga, the Yuga Labs disaster, nouns, or any other Fat Cat's questions? Or we... A question regarding Fat, fat Cat's. Yes. Um, what are the um, plans for the breeding? I think that there's a, a breeding aspect to the project. No breeding. Does, is there no a breeding. one? There isn't. I was just going to say at 5k. No, no breeding. You will be getting a, a junior fat cat's claim once a junior fat cat's are ready. But it's not a breeding. Got it. Thing. Okay, so it's so, an so airdrop. It's, okay, a it. it's a passive claim. Exactly. Not an airdrop, but a passive claim. And it's okay. essentially a stock split 
of your current fat cat and then as a way for us to add another 2,000 fat cats to kind of, you know, raise extra money now. We'll not be doing the juniors, you know, for quite some time. It just isn't a wise market. So, uh, you know, because, it, because, again, it's a stock split, right? There's no point diluting your holdings. To me, the optimal number to even consider uh, minting them is around zero. Right? Because you do not want to OD. Um, price. Even though it's a stock split, so you ultimately are getting two of the same. Want our, our raise to be as effective as possible. We would also like to raise, you know, we'd like to sell the other 2,000 at around 0.5 ETH range, right? Or 0.2. So that kind of, you know, you do that times 2,000, that's quite a good bit of extra money for the DAO, right? Because 100% of the, of the, the 2,000, so there's 7,000 in total. 5,000 go to you guys as a stock split and 2,000 get sold to the public as an extra capital raise for the DAO, right? So we want that capital raise to be as large as possible in addition to kind of getting as many holders as possible and 100% of those proceeds go to the DAO treasury and 100% of the royalty. And is the stock split equal? Is it 50-50? Or is it is more of a stock uh, percentage to the kind of OGs? How does that work? Is it an equal split? It's an equal. It's an it's an it's an equal split. Meaning, you know, okay. your you know, it's it's there. You know, it's instead of being five thousand kind of voting shares or voting, you know, non-equity equity kind of things, it'll be now a total of twelve thousand. Right. So you dilute it as a stock split of one to one plus an extra two thousand. Right. Okay. But those two thousand people are coming with capital. Right. It's a capital infusion. Got it. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Sure. Uh, MC, what's your question, MC? It wasn't really a question, but like I was looking at the chat and I saw that people were saying that we could have essentially a copy of RSM as called Copycat. And I was thinking that, hey, if we just had that idea and has it as a mutant version of it, then that would be a lot more fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, so say that again so how, how would we play this out so I would like since we are going to do a stock split with our junior cats mm -hmm. I was wondering in the future if you want to do a mutual version and then we just call that like the copycat and we just have like as a mutual version or like it's something that we like like holiday themed like for like Halloween like for Christmas and all that stuff and we just have that as our mutant version. Yeah, like, that as, would be, as, like, as, super a, as a degen play, sure, we can. I, mean, I encourage degen plays all the time. What's special about the juniors is they've got actual utility, right? Like they are the other OG collection. Whereas if we want to do kind of, you know, you know, copycat things and degen plays, I'm all for it, right? That's why we started Goblin Cat. So you can go for it, guys. I mean, look, we're CCO now. So, you, you know, the best we can give you is our blessing, our formal blessing, but informally... With CCO, you can you guys can go ahead and do this, right? And that that is a win-win for us because it increases our brand awareness and all of that. So, you know, absolutely. If you make if you've got an idea and you want our formal blessing, bring the idea to the council. And if you don't care about our formal blessing, uh, you don't need our formal blessing with CCO. Just do not take the name Fat Cats without our permission, and do not use our logo without. 
you can make a parody of our logo and you can make a parody of our name, right? So copycats is a parody. And, but as I say, if it's someone in this community actually wanting to do this, we will, you know, we'll be happy to give you an official endorsement that serves this, this style. Or at least tell you that you've got our blessing to with the project. You know? Greatest NFT, I know this is something you're looking into with AI, was, AI copycats. Yes, I was just getting ready to ask about the poll. See whether if we want to do the poll for AI or mutant. Well, you don't need a poll. You don't need a poll. If you bring the presentation to the council, we will review if it fits our standards uh, and, and, and work out a conversation. And then once we've done that, we can put that to a... I mean, the poll in, in, uh, in respect to see what the actual holders would like to have as a mutant as opposed to AI. Well, I, I, but I don't think that's a question for the holders. That's a question for the market, right? Remember, you're not giving utility here. Correct. It's a derivative. And so the biggest point in your decision for making a derivative should be what the market's hungry for, right? Certainly, yes, sir. You know, when we're creating the juniors, we'll be presenting some art styles for other people to look at. But if you're, if you're making a degen play, the degen play is going to succeed. You must, you must do the market research, right? And see what's the most exciting, you know, in the, in the market right now. Agree. Plus, um, Big Ben's taken the mutants under his wing. He's already going to consult an artist and he's going to bring up a sample. Super. Uh, feel, fr feel free to get a sample of your own if you want, and we can see who does better. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been running with the idea for a minute. I didn't know Ben was, uh, had kicked in as well, but, yeah, that's what, uh, sheesh. Maybe. Well, talk is to he him. here? Talk to him, Gladyson. He, uh, he just checked out, but he was here earlier. But talk, talk to him. Certainly. Certainly, I think that's great, and and I I think I think the AI movement isn't quite dead yet. You know, wag die cats could also be something. <laughs> wag die cat. Hey, Dylan, I've got a question. Sure. Um. Could you give me a summary of what's going on with the uh, Rider Rip Sport Ape? I'm afraid I came in a little bit late. Sure. Rider Rips is claiming the Hugo Labs is the Nazis and also racist and also sexist and also pigs. And uh, he's done a long formal essay about that and he's onboarded a couple of YouTube people. And Rider Rips does have a long prolific history as an artist who has been, you know, part of 4chan culture, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, he really feels like he's in the know uh, about this wink, wink, nudge, 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 wink, wink. Uh, Panda Puppy is being recorded, uh, so don't worry about that. And so Ryder Ricks really tried to kind of um, roll Board Ape and tried to bring awareness, he feels, to the fact that everyone is supporting the uh, white supremacist movement. Despite two of the founders being clever, uh, let, let get that in the way of peace and cancel culture, of course. Uh, and um, he proceeded to then also make uh, a statement 
by creating RR um, bases in order to show, I don't know, some kind of flex that you can't copyright NFTs or this. I, I don't know. I don't know to be honest. I made a lot of money, I know. Uh, and finally, it got taken down. Uh, and there is a trending hashtag movement going on right now. Oops. Uh, we have been watching one board ape is shows you how you know, how how much the, and uh, the culture but that's fine uh, and then pylon came out with this youtube video that's had half a million views uh, but again it's it's the same self-hating crowd that seems to hate nfts anyway uh, i would say the only practical thing that's happened out of all of this is that a few uh, of the famous celebs who have now probably been cancelled times got scared they didn't sell their board apes or they did i don't know but they certainly didn't burn them and um, they you know, they they have removed apes at this now and uh, that's about it but it that's a monkey apparently hashtag reference is referring to black people of course uh, and uh, yeah that's that's where we're up to in our wonderful society right now. Uh, I am a free maximalist, so um, I thought truly disgusting. Uh, and um, you know, but we're running a business over here, and so it's our job to make sure you know, that we do not go down with the ship. But as far as I can see, and we're monitoring the situation, uh, thank God uh, the NFT community tends to quite degen and libertarian and contraire anyway. And so they didn't really fall for this. Great. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah. So that's where we're Just on. to add it. Yes. I was going to say, just to add to that, like they, apes and monkeys have always been derivatives or derogatory because, you know, they're less than, they're not civilized. So even the Irish were treated that way by uk back in the day they used to make flyers about the irish being apes and monkeys and so it's always been like that but you have to ask yourself people are buying these to represent themselves so they are buying them they're they're willing to say i am a monkey it's better than being a human they don't want human pictures anymore and it makes sense so trying to say that they created this monkey just to make fun of black people is somewhat ridiculous yeah and also you know we no one denies the claim that we all come from africa right that, that that the mother of us all is black people, Africa, and and our closest cousins are Homo erectus. Uh, you know, and the whole joke over here that we these rich monkeys hanging out in a swamp is a very wonderful kind of cultural meme, right? I mean, bored apes are a meme. I mean, they're wearing Russian, uh, Russian, um, you know, communist caps. And there's funny transgender ones with purple hair. And even the crypto punks has an ape in it. And one of them's got a dildo on its head. I mean, this is, you know, a very funny cultural critique. Um, and uh, the fact that, you know, as you said, other, you know, cultures who want to dehumanize other cultures will pin them to an ape or some other kind of animal. I mean, the Nazis did as vermin and rodents and rats, uh, you know, that's a common ploy, right? To 
dehumanize the other. But just because something has been used as a trope in some place doesn't mean everything is whistleblowing, signaling to uh, blackface, whiteface, and whatever other face you are concerned about. And so, yeah, I, I am proud of Hugo Labs by taking this PC culture by the horns uh, and not, not allowing themselves to be silenced because, you know, uh, that's, that's the reality of this. Friends, they are going to come for us, right? Uh, Discord was about to allow verification of NFTs. There was a massive blowback of how you know, NFTs are destroying the world and the environment. And everything. So if you think these attacks are not going to keep coming, uh, you are kidding yourself, right? They are going to keep coming. The woke never rests. And I just absolutely love, I mean, the silver lining out of all of this is imagine how young, naive, arrogant, and, and add every other adjective you want to think that in the beginning of a recession, People are fighting for gas and everything else and baby, baby food and powder and things like that. That you can make a hashtag, burn board apes, and people are just going to follow along and burn $80,000 worth of stuff. I mean, imagine how naive and arrogant and self-conceited you must be to think that that hashtag is going to actually work. They could have said, sell board apes, get out now, some other modest thing. But no, 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 no. It always has to be the extreme with these nut jobs. Right? It always has to be like, you know, burn, burn down all the police stations, you know, stop all the police or, you know, stop cities or open all the borders. I mean, there's no pragmatism. There's no compassion or, or groundedness to these requests. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, it boggles my mind that, that, that haughty little shit at the end of his thing, after doing videos on, on, on steroid pumped up bodybuilders, thinks that he's got enough of a following of people of influence that they're going to actually manage to get people to burn board apes. No one has yet burnt a board ape, except two people who must have made a terrible mistake when mutant apes came out. I'm sure they're regretting it. But not one board ape has been burnt. I went, we've checked the wallet multiple times. I mean, Paul, let's go do one final check. Yeah. Has anyone burned to board ape? Let me check one second. Yeah, let's have a check. I mean, they could have tried even smaller, you know, they could have tried a mutant ape, but you know, never, I don't know. I don't know. Arrogant. Just arrogant. Also, to go about with that, if they want to take the ape argument and all this stuff, then you need to also look at the propaganda that the Americans and the UK used on Germans itself by calling them apes as well. Like, yeah, of there, there's just tons of propaganda going back and forth. Okay. And if you really want to see where cancel culture met its peak, if you talk about the West, then look at about the fascination and constant obsession about the John Depp and Amber Heard trial. Like, that's just, like, I don't want to get political in, of course, Dylan and others don't want to get political, but this just shows that it, it's, it's the tone deafness that is the most striking, especially in the finance world, where finance was never political. It was only political to be used for political means to allow others to take advantage of other people. Because if you put yourself in a handicap, and you put yourself at a disadvantage, then other people will take advantage of you self-imposing that and then try to deprive you of your wealth and your time and effort. Yeah. 
Not even no one were burned. Not one burned. Oh dear. No. Oh dear. So people obviously don't care about racism, sexism. Jews, blacks, babies. I mean, obviously we're all horrible people. I don't know if we want to jump into this news cycle, but we could probably put a counter every day. We do a report and a screenshot no. that no board ape was burnt. No, 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 no. You mustn't feed the troll. That's the thing I've learned from Ben Shapiro and a few other. Once you start to apologize or even. Again, it's the difference between guilt and shame culture. Because they'll have something else to talk about in about a week or two anyway. Yeah. Because, like, for them, it's all about the identity and the, like, social perception. Because if you, if you only derive your identity from what people perceive of you, then whenever there's an attack on credibility, then you collapse. But since the entire libertarian movement and those who are into crypto is mostly about self-sovereignty and like having your like having your own responsibility and like trying to be on your own and not drive effort from the government from handing like giving you handouts and focusing on savings and like trying to get out of a Keynesian mindset. That is directly antithetical to deriving your value from society. You're deriving your own value and then society ascribes how much they're willing to trade and commoditize that you exerting effort on society itself. And thus, the, like, the fact that it doesn't work shows you how resilient the NFT community is to be the same exact mindset as the original like, Bitcoin and Ethereum holders. Well, look, because, 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 because this is the part they've underestimated. We, the NFT whales, and dolphins, and community are not part of this cancel culture movement. They, they, they can't come to us when they want to suddenly, right? They shat on us when we got into crypto. They shattered us in NFT. They already call us people who are climate deniers and want to wreck the world. Now they want us to suddenly hop on their moral bandwagon? I mean, go. This is why we don't even acknowledge the issue. Let the NFT reporters acknowledge it. But we, the DAOs, who will actually hold the assets, Yuga Labs, who hold the, the, the IP, we should not feed the nasty, ugly trolls. Not good. I didn't feed them when they demanded I call things allow lists. Okay? I didn't even tell you all about that. But the amount of founders who tried to shame me into using the term allow list, I mean, grow the fuck up. I said no. I said I'm, I'm going to pretend we didn't have this conversation because then I can have plausible deniability that I don't know what you're talking about. But imagine telling me that the term whitelist is racist. I mean, who comes up with this shit? It's like people want to find something else to be incensed and upset and triggered about every day. I don't, I don't have the energy for all of this nonsense. People are triggered. I'm, I have, they, they have my greatest compassion. And I'm sorry that they went through slavery and hardships and troubles and their ancestors' weight is on their shoulders. And I'm not making fun of this in any which way. You know what, friends? If you're going to be so triggered by these things, Maybe that NFT land is not the very gen, memey, funny, aggressive, cheeky place. And maybe, maybe that's not for everyone. That's okay. No judgment. But I mean, to come here and start waving your dicks around and telling us that we, we've been using this racist word whitelist and now it needs to be called allowlist. 
been the virtue signaling is 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 beyond the level that that I uh, that I can even and as for the, the the artists and celebrities uh that are taking down those profile pictures well I'm not upset at them I mean we know what they go through right I mean it's very difficult to be anyone in Hollywood or, or sports right now so the fact that they quietly did so without a, a snap crack or pop uh they have my respect I wish some of them would grow a bit more of a backbone and balls but you know what I'm not in their position and you know it's very very hard to have any kind of contrary views right now ivory towers of hollywood silicon valley so uh you know i'm grateful that they didn't make a hoo-ha about it, okay? that they just removed it and didn't make a hoo-ha the ones who sold out because they just didn't want to deal with the shit they they had to still see their friends and stuff again i wish they would grow bigger balls but at the same time it's kind of like i get them it's like oh god i can't do this again i can't keep apologizing to china and the transgender movement and the gay movement American blah blah blah. I get it. Really, very tiptoey right now in TikTok, in, in TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. And so, you know, I I'm not here to judge them, but overall, I'm glad that they've kept quiet. I'll say this: uh, it's really refreshing to hear your opinion and stance on all this. Um, I know I'm biased because I pretty much would echo everything that you've said, but it is. Um, just refreshing to hear because, you know, when we go out in the media, I mean, we always see is that nonsense. And so to hear that there's actual people making moves and making a difference for others um, that aren't buying into that, it just it'll it'll all die away eventually, because at the end of the day, their their ideology and theory would just result to nobody going to work, everything just being given for free and we would no longer have nice things. So I appreciate your opinion. I know it's hard to say, especially in this world you say the wrong thing it's not politically correct i mean they're going to edit it scrutinize it put it all over the place so it's you know it's hard for us to sometimes speak sometimes but um, i'm glad that you have the confidence the backbone to do it and um yeah you'll forever have my support for that well i'm gonna say a word too that's politically incorrect but you know you can go from one extreme to another and you just went to the other extreme that all of this is going to lead to poverty people not working and government paying for everybody else. That is no more true than the other side. So, so please let's not swing to from one extreme to another, uh, just because we're trying to, um, trying to be anti the other side. I mean, there is a middle that most of us ascribe to, and I think that's where the most of the world lives in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. To me, this is purely a matter of, of being a free speech maximalist, right? In other words, I, I have said this numerous times, I am strongly in the libertarian camp. I am not uh, strongly right or strongly left. I am strongly individual sovereignty and free speech. To me, the whole Web3 experiment is one of the last places where they've left us alone uh, and they have tried hard to tell us how nasty we are and ruining the world because of gas and all of that. That's all I'm taking this. In other words, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I do not, I, I think, I, I do not want to say that if someone is a genuine racist and we had proof, founders genuinely want to march into the gas chamber and genuinely 
uh, black people with subhuman stuff like that, then we wouldn't take a different stance. I would then put that to a poll, and we would have to decide if, if our moral compass uh, allows us into a project like that. But there is no proof that that happened, right? What is going on over here is people are reading into everyone else's stuff and, 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 and giving motive, pause, and whistleblowing and all of that kind of stuff. That is what we are avoiding. We are trying to say that we will not allow a project to be cancelled because a, a, a group found a whole bunch of Illuminati esoteric symbols and stuff and want to ascribe, uh, therefore ascribe, you know, a, a set of beliefs uh, to these four founders like they did with Keck, right? They tried to cancel Pepe uh, and they tried to make a big deal of Keck and Kekistan and stuff like that and it didn't work. And, uh, you know, and, and the way to deal with this is as investors and as Web3 people and NFT people, don't feed the trolls. Our stance is to just shut up like Yuga Labs has been doing because let them blow their horns. Free speech goes both ways. I would never ask any of us to go and silence them. I wanted RR basically taken down because I genuinely think it's bad for the space and it's a trademark violation, a copyright violation, whatever. There's a few ways that that can spin. But I, I've not asked anyone to go to the YouTube and to give nasty remarks and fud because free speech has to be go both ways, right? It, we are, they should be allowed to give uncomfortable parallels and things like that too. I mean, it, it was a shocking thing for us to wake up to. I know Curti was really nervous. I know a few of us were nervous. We'll just tank the floor and stuff. Uh, we're glad it's not the case. If we start to see our bottom line suffer, right, because we are after all pretty much a business, then we will reassess things. But ultimately, this community and this DAO has always stood for free speech, uh, both internally and externally. And so that is what, what, what the stance we're taking on over here is that, you know, Bored Ape is an artistic expression of society, making fun of society. It's a meme. And that means some people are going to be offended by that. And that's okay. If they're offended by it, we tell them to please use their capital prerogative of putting their money wherever they want. If they don't think that this is a collection that stands for their values, their views, their art style, whatever else, they're more than happy to go and buy a Boss Beauty, a World of Women, an Untangible People, uh, a Blue Monster, or any other NFT project that fits with their moral compass. And if they think that the entire Ethereum ecosystem is crushed and burnt because it's, bur it's destroying the planet, Again, that is their free right to, do, to say that and do that. And they can then proceed to EOS chain or some other chain uh, which does not have that. That's kind of the stance on Awesome. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the recording there and get this material. Thank you, everyone. Uh, of course, the chat will remain open, but I think that's a good place to draw this AMA to a formal close.